0: Shake it off a little bit.
1: Hello there. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're here with the Crown Killers. I have Shavi, Jasui, Drew, and I have Key as well. You guys had. Left us in a bit of a precarious situation, which we will get into in just a moment. But before we do, let's reintroduce you guys to the viewers name, race, class. And this time, I would like you to tell them what your character would do on their first day of school. You go
2: first, Mr. Key. Key, I'm playing Key. He is a Way of the Shadow monk, and he'd probably join um, a martial arts club of sorts, whether it be judo, karate. Very good. Drew. Drew Ede, a uh, human
3: moon druid. Uh, considering Drew was homeschooled, he'd probably, first day, probably want to try and leave early. Uh, Jusui, a uh, high elf rogue fighter. Yeah, he'd try and fuck his teacher.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, Xavi, he is a rogue assassin. And he, is there assassins guilds in school?
1: Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> he would probably find the biggest baddest and give him a slap. Last time you guys left off, you had area. made your way to uh, Mediteri, a coastal town that seemed to be governed now by the pirate lords, uh, headed by the Crown Corsairs. You had a mission from Arden Cassian to meet the Almiran elves in order to pass on a message that the continent needed help. You completed this mission. Jesui had a beautiful uh, reunion with his mother, and you guys went on with Jesui's brother to purchased some slaves, and then you went to uh, Shark Denver, who was the leader of the Copper Ring, the slavers' uh, united uh, sort of business, I guess you could say, in the continent. And in doing so, Key played a game of cards with him, trounced him under the table, and he got a little bit upset at that. So there is a conflict occurring now. You guys went to Shark Denver's in order to cut the head off the snake, so to speak, of the crown corsair, so you can go and challenge him for leadership basically and power and also to rob him blind to rob him blind uh yes i forgot the part where you went into his bank you cut off his money man who transformed into a tyrannosaurus rex and another dinosaur and you just made short work of him
0: Dropped king him. kong style
1: yep we currently sit in shark infested waters <laughs> inspiration yeah um you currently sit key In this darkened room, you can see the only light is the candlelight from the tables and the small fireplace that seems to reside just behind the massive armchair that Shark Denver was sitting in. Last episode, we left off as he stood from his chair, moved away from it about five feet, and you watched as a transformation occurred. You saw that his gluttonous body transformed into a scaly one. Still rotund, but the bottom half of his body was a uh, whirling jet of ocean water. You also saw that he started to charge a magical spell as he looked to you and he said, Oh, I don't think you're leaving here today. At the same time, the rest of your party waited up on the roof to strike as the two guards stood outside the balcony hall. And we roll initiative. And Shavi, you currently see yourself on top of the roof. Down below you, you can see a 15 foot wide balcony plants towards the left of you. You can see it extends pretty far to your right. It's probably about 100 foot long. But on that balcony, you see a set of table and chairs and you can see two guards that seem to be perusing the courtyard. And as soon as you guys hear a massive eruption of magical energy coming from inside, you spring into action and you see these guards then move towards the door to see what's going on. You have initiative. What would you do? what I will do if the two guards are heading
0: towards the door can I try and quietly take out the one on the back
1: side yes you are able to move your 30 feet or your 25 feet rather Mm -hmm. 25 feet you're able to move across the rooftop you watch as he tiptoes silent as a mouse and he doesn't even seem to make a sound you now are directly above one of the guards that seem to be looking at uh, opening one of the glass doors leading into the, the office room with Shark Denver And you're approximately 30, no, 25 feet away from the other one who's doing the same on the door further down towards your right. Okay.
0: Well, I would like to get the drop on this guy. And as I come down, can I do the cover his mouth, slice his neck sort of thing with my assassination, please? You sure can.
1: And you will have assassinate because he is totally focused on inside. 21, sir. 21 will hit. That is yucky. Daddy likes That is 49 damage, sir. Ooh, that is good. Okay, so not dead yet. Ooh. Ooh. You do indeed take a massive chunk of this person's life away. As Shavi drops down, you get onto his shoulders, basically, your legs hanging over the front of him. You grab the top, the bottom of his chin and hold his head up and just slice underneath with your arcane blade. And as you do, you cut the jugular and you can see it's just pissing out blood, basically, and he sort of stumbles with you on his shoulders still. How would you like to end your turn? Yeah, I'm going to do it again
0: and try and finish the job. Can I become inspired, please? You sure can.
1: That's 24 now, sir. That will definitely hit. Roll your damage. Eight damage. Thank you, sir. You then take your second blade and stab it straight down his uh, trap right into the bottom of his chest, basically, and you release that uh, arcane blade. He's not looking good. But you are still on his shoulders, I will say. Currently on top of him. Next up, we have Jasui. You were next to Shavi on the roof. You watch as he comes down and just pins one, basically, underneath
4: his thick thighs. Yeah, we're going to go balls to the wall. Bang, bang, bang. And we're just going to whip out some pistole and uh, shoot at the one Shavi's jibby-jabbing.
1: So you twirl the pistols around. Both crown killers are out now. 28. 28's going to hit.
4: Yep. Um, so I'm going to use piercing shot. Make a firearm attack against creature, expend one grit point to attempt to fire through multiple opponents. Uh sixteen. Sixteen unfortunately miss. So you watch as the bullet goes through the
1: first person, goes just as skew off to the side as the exit wound allows, and you see it embed into the table beyond.
4: Ten damage plus sneak damage, which is 14 damage and then both are going to take 1d6 of necrotic damage for whales from the dead one for old matey so I did get a hit on him
1: as this bullet goes straight through the chest of this individual Shavi you feel him just sort of drop about 6 inches as his muscles and his legs seem to have given way with a shot he's dead you feel this exhale and you're just like riding him at the moment uh, trying (laughs) not to fall off of his shoulders almost like puppeteering him this red arcane energy begins to swirl around the additional guard energy sort of moves around him through his eyes ears and mouth
4: can i move straight across the roof so i get a better shot out from the table against old matey as just begins running across the roof aiming
1: his pistol as he goes yep. 30 20 hit yeah i've still got one more attack yep. so, so that'll be a 24 four two hit 19. pretty good grouping as you hit him directly into the chest uh you watch as he then draws out his weapons ready to strike you and he looks down and sees this weapon that he'd probably never seen before, his eyes go wide. You watch as he brings a, a hand to his mouth about to call out.
4: Can I use two of the two of the uh, spots on the pistols themselves? To do that? The charges? Yeah, yeah, two yes. of the charges. Yep. I can't remember what extra damage that was. Uh, D6s. D6s each. Snake what?
1: eyes. Snake wow. eyes. Proper. Wow. Okay, so remember when you get hit by a spell, you can re-channel yep. that energy back to get your charges back. Yep. Ooh. Depending on the level of the spell slot that hits you. Okay. Uh, with that being done, just we so unloading his uh, crown color pistols into these two targets. It then becomes Tar's turn. Tar is inside the room with Key. Oh. You watch as he looks towards you, and you can see him getting a little bit nervous. Key, he holds the back of your chair in his uh, clawed hand. You can see the armor that you gave him still adorning him. Don't worry, I've got a plan. You can see him just footsteps on the ground. He then you watch as his muscles start to tense. His tail begins to whip around, and he will make a uh, multi-attack with his claws. First one will hit. The second one will not. He will do 16 points of damage on one attack. And as these these claw marks go across him, you can see, like, the water beginning to whip around the wound and just close it back up. That then (laughs) brings us to your other ally's turn. You watch as she stands on the roof. She draws a, a set of daggers that you had given her. She will immediately run across the roof. And she will use a bonus action to dash, and she does that thing where your legs rip around somebody's neck, and she does that to the opposite guard as she jumps off the roof. She twists around and tries to fling him to the floor and stab him in the in the um, in the throat. Both of those will hit. She does 18 points of damage. Uh, she seems very angry. Drew, it is your turn.
3: Drew's gonna jump down, and he is gonna cast summon elemental. Oh dear. And I'm gonna summon an earth elemental. Oh, very nice. And I'll summon that on the other bad guy out on the balcony. Get a big stony rocky boy. This no massive
1: rocky? rocky elemental begins to emerge from the balcony. You can see that the stones that seem to make up the floor of what you're standing on begin to cobble together and pile together almost like a transformer or a Lego brick construction being made. You can see that it has this mosaic effect as it sort of leans up this massive rock and uh, marble fist looming ready to attack.
3: And then look at Dwayne, the bad guy and everyone else on the balcony and I go, "Rar." <laughs> and I turn into a saber toothed tiger. Then you're going to bust inside. through. Yep.
1: I'm bust through inside. All right. So your movement as a tiger allows you to move... 40 feet. 40 feet. Beautiful. So you just need to make a strength athletics check to bust through that glass, if that is what you're going to do.
3: 23.
1: You watch as wow. this green tiger with a red beard just jumps through the glass doorway. <laughs> you hear it smash, Key, and as it does so, it floods a little bit of light into the room and you just see a tiger that you know is definitely Drew inside. Where would you like to go as soon as you get inside? You look ahead of you, and what you see is a giant table that seems to be sitting on a rug in the middle. To your immediate right, you can see two armchairs sitting in front of the fire. But beyond that, you can see this giant, corpulent, fish-looking person with water swirling below them, assailing your new partner, Tar, And Key looks ready to go.
3: Yep. I'm going to stay 25 feet away from Sharkboy. And that'll end my turn. And then it's, it's Dwayne's turn next. Dwayne stands looming over
1: the woman with the, the daggers, and you can see as well that the other person there just starts to look very
3: fearful. <laughs> I would too. Mm. And he is going to make a multi attack and he's going to slam this bad boy twice. 24. Excellent. That's another 24.
1: Beautiful. Two hits. 24. 24 damage. Pretty much Hulk to Loki just grabs his leg and just smashes him left and right of him. Dwayne puts him back down and he is a crumpled mess of what he used to be. This guy is looking fearful. He's looking terrified. And he looks like he's looking for an escape. Shark's turn. This swirling mass of scales and wave sees the lizard folk in front of him. You watch as he holds out a hand and conjuring in his hand is this water spear that just exudes almost like uh, mercury. You can see it just sort of forming in that fashion. You can see it just form into this trident and you watch as he stabs down, striking into him. He's attacking Tar. Both of those will hit 33 points of damage.
4: Oh. Tar, hold
1: on, buddy. You watch as he stabs him once with this water spear. key. you see the metallic trident poke out the back of him, these three holes just into his chest, and you watch as it withdraws. Tar looks weak, but okay, sort of. <laughs> so at that, he stands there. He's a brave warrior. He looks towards you, and he's just like, I'll be okay. And you watch as he goes to go again. But before he does that, Shark will hold his ground. He looks towards you, Key, and he says, You have skills, I will not doubt that, but your arrogance will be your fall. Uh, That then brings us to the guards' turn. The guards, the first one that's facing off against Dwayne and your uh, female companion, will look around, see the balcony towards his back, he will disengage as his action and jump off the balcony. But he will take some fall damage as you're on the second story. He takes two points of fall damage, He jumps down and just starts running across the courtyard. Away. We might have to chase him. He looks up. That's his turn. He's going to get some friends. Yeah, we probably don't want to let him get away. You, key hear the door that you had entered into begin to rattle as another guard begins to protrude their way through the door, looks around to see what's going on. He immediately sees you and uh, Tar, and he will then... You watch as he takes out two daggers and throws them at Tar, because he seems to be the one assailing his boss and you're still sitting on your chair. So the two attacks, uh, one of them is going to miss. The other one will definitely hit. Eight points of piercing damage. Tar gets this knife into his back that sticks out of one of his shoulder blades. He reaches back, takes it, and then he looks towards Yuki and he says, No, I'm armed. (laughs) At that, it comes to your own turn.
2: Okay. Besides candles as light sources, is there anything else like lanterns or anything like that?
1: The fireplace that seems to be next to Drew is embering some light. Okay. There is also a smashed window that seems to be open that exudes a a cone of light basically from the door that leads to the corner of the room and then to basically where the end of the bookcases are on the opposite side behind you.
2: I turn to Tar and I say, Tar, disengage from from Denver Shark. I'm going to take him. And I look at Denver Shark in the eye and I'm still holding the bag of holding. And I say to him, you know my name, but you know nothing about me. I am Key student of Gaius Agrippa, one of the four missing shadow senseis. And I will end you today. Watch closely. And for my turn, I cast darkness on the bag of holding in my hand.
1: A dark cloud begins to exude from the bag of holding that Kiyos is is currently wielding. He watches as this black smoke rumbles across the floor and fills the entire space, 20 feet wide, with a darkened aura. Drew you lose sight of all the assailants. You can still hear what's going on in there. You still hear the jet of water that seems to emanate from this person's uh, legs, but you no longer see Key Tar, or your quarry.
2: So now that I've casted uh, Darkness on the Bag of Holding in my hand, I then move to um, Dark Denver. So I'm five feet in front of him.
1: This aura begins to shift almost as if it's following key around the room.
2: Yeah, and Darkness moves with me as I move. So now Darkness is mobile. And I can see him because I have Devil's Sight. He can't see me. Unfortunately, neither can Tar, And I always roll at advantage and he rolls at disadvantage. I will make an unarmed attack on Denver Shark. Would that be my bonus action, will it? That will be a bonus action. Okay. And can I assign Stunning Strike to that?
1: Yep. Okay, so he will have to make a constitution save. He gets a 26 on his con save. 11 damage. As you punch him straight into the gut and you watch as there's a ripple effect that happens around his belly as you do and he just holding this trident, he just looks towards his stomach, doesn't really react, but then he looks towards you and his eyes flash yellow and he says, Oh, poor thing. You think that I can't see you. Well, let's just say where I come from. It's essential to see in the dark because that's where all your strong allies lie.
2: I'm a born in it, in So I will now move 40 feet behind the guard, but he will take an attack of opportunity if I move away from him. He will. I'm gonna take that, I'll move 35 feet and risk it.
1: Okay. Uh, that will be a 25 to hit. That's a hit. 22 points of damage.
2: Bro. 22.
1: As he strikes, he says, where are you going? And he just goes to stab you in the back and it gets you right in the small of it. The shadow does indeed follow you. All right, as this darkness moves around the room, you can see as it retreats away from Shark and you can see him just sort of swirling. He looks around the room and he says, oh, you have a menagerie of friends, it seems. Well, so do I. And you watch then as he's just sort of clicks his fingers and you see peeling away from the bookcase to your North Drew. This lizard-like individual that seems to have chameleon-like skin, he moves forward <laughs> and you can see he's about six foot tall, stocky and muscle. This is a troglodyte. As you see him, he makes a beeline for you. Excellent. He will make some attacks on you now. Can you please roll a DC 14 constitution saving throw? Oh, oh, 14 on the yeah. dot, baby. 14 is what you need. Okay, yep. so you, as soon as he comes into your field, you start to smell this horrendous odor. And you think, fuck, I smell. But then you realize it's coming from this troglodyte. And he seems to really <laughs> exude this uh, this aura that seems very deadly if uh, you're unable to withstand it. As he gets to you, you see as he opens his maw and goes to bite you. And then he will try and hit you with a club that he seems to be wielding. So the bite first, a 20. So currently that will hit 11. And the other one will be a 12 plus. So that will hit. So you take cool. uh, two sets of damage. So as a tiger, you take... 13 points of bludgeoning and piercing damage as he bites you and then smashes you across the head with a club one time. That brings us to top of the round. Sharvi you watch across the courtyard down along the balcony as this individual that seems to have been rocked by Dwayne and your female companion is now fleeing across the, the courtyard. Yeah, I have faith in my friends and I
0: in their skills, so I'm just going to ignore him and I'm going to boogie oogie
1: on inside through the doors. So you are able to jump off of this person whose shoulders you were on and you do so just as he's about to crumple to the floor. You jump off three-point landing and run inside the doorway. As you get in, the first thing that you see is Drew being assailed by this extremely smelly lizard. You can see Shark Denver seeming to be taking on Tar one-on-one. And you see this massive cloud and shadow of darkness that seems to be surrounding the southeastern corner of the room, which you imagine to be key.
0: So I see that Drew's getting attacked, so mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go that way first. Okay. I would like to do the old jibby-jab, but how I'd like to do it is the chairs, using the chair next to him, mm-hmm. like Alien versus Predator. You know how the queen alien comes out and the predator comes up jumping from the side with his... Yep. yep. And jibby-jabs him in the mouth.
1: Yeah, I'm imagining like Achilles against Boagrius, just
0: like... I'm pretty much yeah. going to do the old spinny motion with my dagger and come mm-hmm. up beside him and put a dagger through his
1: cheek. Definitely. So you run in, you jump off the back of the armchair, one of two that seems to be facing the fire in this place, and as you do, you summon the blade from your tattoo and you just go for it, roll twice, or attack. 26. That will hit. That is 31 damage, sir. Oh, boy. That is a big boy hit. He looks pretty, pretty wrecked turns around and sees you, but as you enter his aura, you need to roll a constitution saving throw, DC 14. As you pick up the smell as well, and you look towards Drew under the armpit of this troglodyte, and your <laughs> nose just furls, <laughs> thinking it's him. Got a six. Okay, so you are now poisoned until the end of your next turn. Oh, mm. Stickly boy. So as you breathe it in, it's like this massive cough. It takes your breath away, and you can't seem to breathe in this area, and your eyes begin to water. It just sort of mars your vision. So if you choose to take another attack, it will be with disadvantage as you're poisoned. Uh, drew is your summon elemental a concentration spell yes okay so you need to make a concentration check from the damage you took you need to beat a 10. yeah done sweet keep in mind elementals if you lose control of them they they just hit whatever's around
4: <laughs> rage quit
0: yeah i don't like the the stank mm-hmm.
1: and so i am going to disengage so you just take a step back and you just whiff your nose trying to get some fresh air into your lungs uh, is that your turn? That will be me, good sir. Just we undo. You watch as the individual that had escaped Rocky, Dwayne,
4: and your female companion is running across the courtyard. And I'm watching him. Just we takes a as he inhales and aims down one pistol, and he'll roll for a dirty twenty. It's going to hit. Well, that's a fourteen damage. How do you kill him? As he pulls the trigger, and it uh enters straight through the back of the dude's spine at the base of the skull, comes out, you know, his mouth in a big spray of blood and bone. The dude's still technically alive when he hits the ground and all his teeth shatter on the concrete. And As a crowd of people that seem to be just to
1: the left having a conversation, scatter. Uh, they look up towards you and they just see you looking down the barrel of the gun. Uh, at that point as well, you watch as this red energy swirls around your victim makes its way back into the gun and you can see this charge and you hear a voice inside your
4: head that says we're getting very good at this uh, that is not the only one and then I jump off the roof alright and I'll go through the other door I don't want to go inside because I'm squishy and he wants to kill me so I'm going to probably attack four times yep so you have one attack left from your first action that you just did then you have two,
1: two attacks from the action surge action and, and bonus one act- bonus action attack yep.
4: That's a 12 for the first one 12 will miss uh, 17 I believe 17 is exactly what you need Another 17 That's two hits Two hits That's a 25 That's three hits Yep First one just shoots through Goes through his uh, whirling whirlpool of
1: legs And then you just unload the rest like cowboy style Hitting the hammer of the gun One, two, three I like it He looks towards you And he says Well, well, well What curious device do you have in your possession? And you watch as he holds up a hand As you shoot through that hand
4: Um, We'll use all three charges Mm -hmm. for uh, that. We'll also add one for whales from the grave, and we're going to attack the fucking troglodyte as well. Yep. Because it's within 30, uh, an enemy that I can see within 30 feet of the first. 41 plus 12, 53. Oh, baby. The troglodyte takes one. (laughs) Fuck.
1: (laughs) Whale of the grave, baby. He watches he's holding out his hand towards you, just And as you do so, you put three bullets into it. Changes from this five-fingered fish scaled like hand to just a stump. <laughs> as he looks towards it, he says, well, how am I supposed to play cards now? And you watch as he snaps his fingers and it just comes back, basically. You can oh. see he still seems to have taken the damage, but the water forms into a new hand and he just sort of looks to you and he goes, you're going to be a problem. You've drawn his ire. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to duck. You just roll back behind the wall and you just um yep. basically let the... the- the empty shells fall out of your gun. They clatter to the floor as yeah. you do so.
4: My guns are unloaded now. So you need to reload?
1: Yeah. Uh, that then brings us to Tar's turn. He's going to heed the advice of Key and he's going to disengage as his action and he's going to use his movement, and he just sort of snakes backwards like a lizard would, like a, uh, a goanna or a Komodo dragon would. And he goes back into the darkness to try and hide himself. As he does so, you watch as his back or his tail seems to feel out the guard that seems to be attacking Key. And he's now on the opposite side. You watch as he wheels around, but Yuki can see him sort of looking left and right. He can't seem to see anything. Um, he does feel that somebody's there. At that point, it brings us to your ally's turn. You watch as she stands up, having stabbed this individual in the back. She moves towards the door next to Rocky. She pats him on the shoulder and she says,
3: good one, big guy. <laughs> That's a nice boulder. Dwayne looks at her and just says, smashing. <laughs> <laughs> as she will
1: use her action to kick open that door and she will run in. She gets to the opposite side of the table. She sees Shark Denver and she will hold an action if he comes in range to throw those daggers at him. And you watch as she says, you took it. You took it all from me. I'm going to fucking kill you. And that brings us to Drew's turn.
4: You know what? That that uh that reminded me of uh, Yolanda out of... Uh, That movie, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody move or I'll kill every last fucking one of you.
3: Smelly troll boy. If I move away from him, he's going to get opportunity attack, right? He's He's also pretty damaged. Yeah, I might, I might just uh, bite him with my saber tooth tiger chompers. Damn, that's a twelve miss. So that'll be me. I'll stay there. Dwayne's turn. Okay, Dwayne is up.
1: You feel his rocky presence outside
3: yeah dwayne is gonna run and uh literally straight in front of shark and just get up in his grill right in his face this rocky creature begins to just stomp in and you see him smashing the
1: floorboards under his feet as he goes would he smash straight through the table absolutely you <laughs> watch yes, watches dwayne just smashes through the table you see it crack in half and he pushes one side to the left and one side to the right and it skitters across the floor and shark just looks at him and goes, "I just got that remade." <laughs> he watches. He punches straight through it, and he comes and engages with him. Oh yeah! All right. Hell yeah! Man, Dwayne rocks. Okay, <laughs> so that brings us to shark's turn. Rock bottom. Your <laughs> liability at this table, mate. I got so many more. <laughs> he was. Holding his hand up to target just Sui. But as soon as he rolled around the corner, he looked and saw this rocky golem coming towards him. And you can see like a genuine sort of look of holy shit in his eyes. You watch as this water begins to swirl from his base all the way up his body and into his arm. And this watery jet of torrent just pours out of his arm. I need Dwayne, Tar, his own guard, and also Key to roll a dexterity saving throw, please. Tar will fail, the guard will fail. Seven. 7, so Dwayne will fail. Uh, 16. You just pass, so you will take half of this damage. I can use evasion? Yes, you can. So you will take a quarter of this damage. So this water jet exudes from his hand. Dwayne takes 24 points of damage and is pushed 20 feet away as Tar takes 24 points of damage into his back, hits him, he slides across the floor face down and seems to be lifeless. He's also pushed 20 feet away, so he will hit the wall and just stop. His guard will take 24 points of damage and he will also be pushed 20 feet away. So he hits Tar's body and slides across the wall again. And then Key, you will take a quarter of that. So you'll take six points of damage and you will not be moved. Shark will then begin to whirl and move his way next to the fireplace with Drew. He, oh. watches. he sort of whirls his way around and he says, No animals allowed inside. Sorry, dear. <laughs> The guard that is left is in darkness. He will get up and you hear Key in... Uh, actually, you will see in darkness because you have devil's eye. That's a natural 20. You watch as he makes his way over towards Tar, takes his short sword and just stabs him on the Ooh. ground. It's oh, at that point you watch as he... Tar looks towards the darkness. His hand goes loose on the dagger and he just lets out an exhale. Oh, oh. No. Seems to be bleeding on the floor dead. Hello,
3: darkness, my old friend. <laughs>
1: the guard will try and locate the next target. Uh, you watch as he has no idea and he just starts walking towards the north until he gets out of the darkness. And as he gets out of the darkness, he looks and immediately sees your female companion. Take a bonus action and dash to engage her. She turns fr- her vision from sharks, sees this individual coming towards her and just looses both of the daggers in his direction so the first will be a miss and the second will be a hit so he will take eight points of damage that is the guard's turn as he is the only one left the one that came through the southern door key you are up okay so is tar currently dying on the ground roll a medicine check 16. tar is currently dead on the ground he is dead (laughs) yeah peppered with wounds you can see where the stab wound was you can also see like pinprick marks where the water jet seemed to have entered his body and you can see that last fatal wound just went straight through the back of his chest, probably embedded into the floor and through his heart. He's dead.
2: Yep. Seeing Tar lifeless on the ground, I just turn to the guard and I'm furious. So I start moving towards the guard. I'll then do a roundhouse kick to the back of his head. That's a 17. Actually, I'll just roll for my second attack, so I'll do the same thing. This will be an uppercut, and that one's a nat 20. Okay, so the nat 20 will hit. There we are. All right, so I roll for damage, Yep, 12, and 11. How do you want to kill him? What does it look like? Okay, so after I roundhouse kicked him, his body spins all the way around completely, (laughs) just limp. That's when I uppercut him, and then I actually lift him. He got lifted, bud. He's lifted. He looks like he's levitating off Mm. the ground, and I shadow step and I'm above him, but I'm coming down and I'm doing a Tony Jar, with my knees going down and I'm holding my ankles behind him, crushing him (laughs) straight into the ground. Yeah, baby.
1: So from your female companion's perspective, all she hears is (laughs) and you then feel this wet puddle on the floor begin to exude. He is dead, bleeding, unconscious, out. That's Vitar. Drew seems to be in some pretty dire straits. Rocky seems to be there just rocking his way through. Your female companion cannot see, but it does seem to be... She seems to be
2: okay. I have a bonus action left. I want to use my cloak to wrap up the Bag of Holding, which will then... Smother the darkness. Smother the dark. The darkness turns off. Shavi, having just
1: coughed this disgusting odour out of your eyes, they just start to come to... And you look towards Drew and he is now flanked on either side, one by Shark, the other one by this stinky troglodyte. What would you like to do? I'm poisoned, so what does that do? Poison just means that you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. That sucks. Indeed. Yep.
0: Shark, I've got some questions for you, buddy. Dagger's out. I'm going to give him a jibby jab. But as I'm going towards him, it's going to be...
1: Go for it. And I'm going to jab him. You're moving into melee range? Yes. Uh, So you can roll your attacks. It'll be with disadvantage due to the poison. I will inspire that. Roll. 18? Uh, 18 hits. So you'll get sneak attack as Drew is within five feet. I will. 29 damage. So he takes this damage. You look as he sort of takes the stab. He looks down towards you. As the blades are ejected, you see this puddle of water exude from the wound. And he looks towards both of you and he says, Oh, I will give you credit. This is the most exercise I've had in some time. (laughs) But... Today is the day you die. Yeah, I'll just poke him. Bonus action to attack. Go for it. Why not? 17? Hit just. 11. So you stab him a second time after he's just promised you that you are going to die. And as you do so, it becomes Je turn.
4: I've always liked sashimi. (coughs) So I'm going to roll back just to the corner of the door. I'm probably going to aim at the troglodyte this time. Reload one gun with a bonus action. I'll uh, pew pew pew. At the troglodyte go for it roll your attack 26 whales of the grave i also get sneak attack him you're again. remembering all your shit today yeah, I'm yeah. Making sure, bro. 19 uh, on the troglodyte yes and then one on shark better than none
1: so yeah. with that you watch as you reload with your bonus action spin the barrel of the crown killer pistol
4: hold it up to the troglodyte how would you like to kill him lovely yeah nice drew sort of looking at the troglodyte in the face as the troglodyte snarls at him, it's just a ex, one of his eyes just explodes out and sprays Drew with eye juice and brain juice and shit. The troglodyte just collapses on the ground and there's and Drew's looking straight at Jusui, holding a p- smoking pistol, looking straight down it, looking all cool and menacing. And then uh, he just slightly cants to the side and uh, he'll take a shot at Shark Denver. Very cool. Go Drew through. says, Well, No he won't He'll misfire actually
1: (laughs) So with a misfire You will um, need to spend an action repairing
4: Uh, So and then I'm gonna swing back around um, Outside again So you hear the gun just
1: clank And you hear a voice inside your head that says That's not good Mm. Now I've got this black smoke that seems to come out of the the barrel
3: But Drew turns around Sees all this cool shit People dying just we like looking confident as fuck Just like stand in badass pose and then goes to do it again and just click and just kind of with failure turns yeah.
1: away <laughs> so with that it brings us to uh your female companion stand so she will then use her bonus action to take the daggers out of the dead body she looks towards you key and says thanks and she will use her use her movement to run 30 feet across the room
2: i shout to her and i say earn this
1: So she'll throw both daggers disadvantaged because she's too far away at the moment. The first one will miss. You watch as it clatters along the fireplace. The second one just hit. Hits Shark directly into the heart, dealing seven points of damage to him. He looks down at it and he looks towards the girl and he says, Don't I own you? And she says, Not anymore, you fuck. We bought her fair and square
3: for one gold piece. Drew's turn. That's a 12. Miss. Well, the tiger's just going to sit there. (laughs) That brings us to Shark's turn. He's going to- Elemental first. Oh, elemental, yes. Yep. Go for it. Get as close as you can in his face, like literally like eye to eye,
1: lips just about touching. (laughs) Okay. Bonus action to get there and you watch as his rocky form moves across. He pushes the left-hand side wall so he can sort of fit in between him and Shavi, And Shavi, you sort of do that polite little shuffle to let him through. And you watch as he just like does that Dwayne Johnson pump up as he just hits his own chest and <laughs> just Shark Denver looks at him and says, oh, yeah, it's quite menacing. Goodness me. He might even mm-hmm. say, can you smell what the rock's is cooking? Oh. <laughs> Shark's turn. He will wheel around the tiger, charge up his hand again and release an unrelenting whirlpool in a line. He will hit all three of you in a five-foot line. Damn. So he will hit Shavi, Drew, Tiger, and Dwayne, which need to make dexterity saving throws, please. Yeah, 20 and a 15. So who got the 20? Uh, Drew. I got 26, sorry. Okay, so you succeed. You'll take half damage and you won't be pushed away. Drew, you'll take half damage and you won't be pushed away. Dwayne will take full damage, so he will be pushed 20 feet. Torrent of Water hits Drew. You take 26 points of damage, halved to 13. You take then Shavi 13 as well because you made your save. And then Dwayne will take 26 and be pushed 20 feet back. That's the end of Dwayne.
4: Dwayne's gone. It doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) May I use my new tattoo to have that again as a reaction? Yes, you may.
1: When that happens, you watch as Dwayne just hits the wall, crumbles into dust, and you hear the mosaic tiles just smash on the ground, and he says, No, he's Rubble. You're next. With that. You just hear out on the balcony. Boo. Key, you're up because all of the guards are no longer.
2: I will use feline agility standing directly in front of him. I attempt to kick him in the head and I'll use stunning strike. That's 19. That will hit. He gets a 26 on his save. So he's not he's, stunned. He's not stunned. Okay. I'll take my second attack as well. 21. 21 will hit. That's 11. And that is 10. So that's 21 damage. Now, bonus action. After that 21 damage, how's he looking from that? He
1: doesn't seem to wear his injuries, almost as if they are magically hidden through an aura that he is exuding from this this water spell that's surrounding him.
2: Patient, patient defense.
1: Okay. That then brings us to top of the round. Shavi, you're up. Cool. You've just been hit with a blast of water that you were able to shield yourself mostly from because of Drew's body in the armchair next to you, but you're dripping wet. What would you like to do? Shake it off a
0: little bit Run straight at him Or sort of run at him Jump on Use my dagger to embed Into his shoulder to hold on So that I can get Next to him So I can sort of talk to him Into his ears Okay
1: So you run past Drew Duck under a swinging trident And as you do so Sliding along the rug You sort of push yourself Off of the bookcase Climb up this guy's back And just grab onto his watery ear He's slippery like a fish But you do gain purchase Say to him um,
0: I've got some questions for you What do you know about The Littlefoot Clan? Persuasion check 16.
1: Raises one fishy eyebrow and says, I know they make pretty lousy slaves. <laughs> mm, and I jab him straight <laughs> through
0: the chin. Literally, as he says that, yeah, straight away, immediate reaction. There is a blade going straight up through the bottom of his jaw.
1: Yep. Sneak attack. That is a 19. 19 will hit. 30 damage. Oh, wow. Good one. So as you stab him, you hear for the first time him visibly go, Oh, oh you will pay. Mm-hmm. You're just as difficult as the rest of them, and you you have a bonus action if you'd like to use it.
0: Mother, well, mother, dagger's in his shoulder still. I kind of just want to twist the other one. Yep, roll
1: your attack. That's only a fourteen. Fourteen will miss. Mm-hmm. So you twist the other one doesn't seem to do any any
4: damage. Jasui, you are up with a broken gun because I have to use my action to fix one gun. And my bonus action to reload the other. Mm -hmm. So I get no attacks if I do that. No. Yeah, well, I'm going to stay there out of sight. So I go and my tattoos pull out my lock kit, which if you've ever seen a lock bit, lock picks are like little screwdrivers. Uh, So I am feverishly with my gun and then I spin the revolver and it works and then I reload. It may work. Roller check. Roller
1: fixing check. It'll be a tinkering tools check, which will be your dexterity plus your proficiency.
4: Well, that's a nat 20, so it's definitely fucking uh, fixed. Yeah. You
1: spin the revolver and you hear the voice inside say, Ah, oh, that's better.
4: Yep. And then I use my bonus action to reload the other one. Once both are reloaded, I spin them both, click them together, pull them up beside my head, and I take deep breath and end my turn. Uh,
1: that then brings us to uh, her turn. So she will rush forward and she will stand there and throw her. Uh, use her bonus action this time to change to her bow, which she will then use to attack uh, the first attack is going to hit definitely will be only four points of damage. And that will be her turn as she stays there. Drew. Is everyone within five feet oh. of shark? Yes. Key, Drew, and Shavi are all within five feet as you uh, so Damn. is two
3: armchairs. I was gonna use some beefy ass spells, but uh everyone's too too close. Drew is going to bonus action turn back into a human. And he's going to cast Conjure Animals okay. and he's going to summon two crocodiles and two giant goats. The two crocodiles like in front of him, like next to him, within five feet. So within five feet side. attacking range, yep. yep. And then the two goats 20 feet away each. Okay.
1: Your um, crocodile sort of will, uh, summons as it does. So it curls around the rug that's literally just in front of the fireplace. The other one lands just behind the uh, the massive armchair next
3: to and in yep. front of well, key. It, the key goats won't be able to hit him or attack him without other people in the way, I might uh, change them to apes if that's possible. Orange with red beards. One of them sort of summons on the
1: back of the, the armchair and gets within five feet of shark. The other one I'll say will stand on the body of the troglodyte.
3: Oh, the apes can be wherever. Yeah. Turn, so that ends him. So it'll be crocodiles next. And damn, that is a miss and then a 13 to hit. Miss. That the crocodiles will miss. All right, two apes are going to th- use their little... Fling poop. Fling poop, here, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and that is an 18 and a 17. Both hit.
2: Excellent.
3: excellent. 10, 19. So as you hit him,
1: this assailing of animals just <laughs> beat down on this shark. And as he looks towards you, he says, this is getting very, very crowded. Time to thin the crowd.
3: It becomes his turn. So within like five feet of him... He's got the green, red-bearded Drew, two crocodiles, the halfling, a giant cat. Where's Jeswy? The two apes. No, nah, I'm outside. <laughs> and Jess outside, and the two apes just.
1: Yep. <laughs> he begins to shuffle and move. He gets to the slave he once owned behind her, and he says, "If you're not with me, then I have no use for you anymore." He is looking rough. He's going to charge up one more Whirlpool. As he does so, I need two Apes, Key, and Drew. Roll a dexterity save for me, please. They will take full damage and be pushed 20 feet away. Ooh, yep, Drew save. It will be 30 points of damage. Till the Ooh. Apes are gone. Apes go, baby. Breaking apart in fractals of energy covered by water. Drew, you succeeded,
3: so you take half and are not pushed. So that's 15 points of damage to you. That's a momentous occasion because that's the first time Drew in human form has taken damage in a very, very long time.
1: <laughs> and then
2: Key, you will
3: also take 30 points of damage. So evasion then for my
1: reaction. Yep, you can do that. Uh, It will be bludgeoning damage. So you'll half it to 15. He's, he's looking very feverish now, and you can see that he's actually starting to to charge up some pretty decent looking magical spells as he's sort of weaving his hands around. This purple energy is moving around his hands. His eyes begin to flare purple and the area around you just starts to get cold, dark, and you hear the sounds of like whales humming around you and sharks and octopus sort of moving around you. You just see ocean and waves beginning to crash and those sounds eerily pass through your senses as he's charging whatever this is up. Mm. Uh, Key,
2: you're up. So these spells, can I determine if he's using sound to conjure the spell? You can't determine what components he's using to make his spells. All right. So the sound is, is a um, a result of what he's doing, not yeah. the sound is creating the spells.
1: Yes. No, I, I'm flavoring it to give you a hint on what is coming, basically.
2: So silence won't work. He's directly in front of me facing me. Yes. So I will now go to like double fist punch straight into him. Yep. And I'm going to do that twice. Ha. The first one will be a stunning strike. I'm gonna use one of my last three key points. Okay. Oh,
1: natural 20 on the con save.
2: Okay, that's 17 to 17 hit. 17 just hits. Okay, cool. And my second one. Yes, that will hit. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you said 14. 22 damage for my bonus action. Mm-hmm. Now I'll use flurry of blows. Yeah, flows. boy. Yep. Mm.
0: To roll uh, one more attack. So it says to Key, I need him alive to answer some questions.
2: No promises. That's a 14, so plus eight, so that's a hit. 12, uh, it's a miss, I rolled a two. So you hear Shavi calling out as you go to
1: take the lethal shot at this guy's face, basically. And as you sort of push your palm towards it, he just sort of shifts out of the way. You see this watery cloud as your fist punches through it. He is still standing, he is still up, he is still ready to go. And Shavi is up. Shavi is up.
0: Shavi's just gonna look, well he's, he's not gonna look at him actually. He's kinda just gonna have both blades and hands. He's just going to slowly walk straight up in front of him, looking sort of down towards the ground, menacingly walking up. He's just going to look up at him and he's just going to say, this is your last chance to answer my questions. What do you know about the Littlefoot clan? Spits out some
1: watery blood and he says to you, "Uh, There.
0: And he has a dagger appear in his head.
1: Roll your attack. 27. Hit. Roll your damage. Mm. 26 damage. Okay, so what does it look like as you murder Shark Denver, leader of the Copper Ring in Mediterri? He says that they are extinct and... And then as he does that, before the dagger embeds into his skull, he says, and the best part, it was by my hand.
0: Well, I can assure you that they're not extinct.
1: You forgot about one dagger straight through the head for 26 damage. You watch as that dagger goes from temple to temple. You watch as there is a watery puddle of explosion as there is just a mess on the ground. His body falls into that puddle and you can then see as it completely disappears and splashes onto the ground. There is silence in the room. As you look around, there is a puddle of water on the ground.
4: Uh, (laughs) can I have looted the dude that I was standing on top of?
1: I'll say throughout the process of this they don't have any money on them because they are workers for this guy you can take their weapons which is a short sword and a short bow and that's pretty much all they have on them.
4: Okay I take the short sword and short bow and I sort of walk in you know and I hold out a short the short sword and the short bow to Sally and I go uh "Ah, Sally seems you are very adept with uh my daggers but uh how about the trade? And I hold out the short sword and the longbow to her so I can get my two daggers back. She
1: looks at you and says, Sally, I can dig that. She takes them off of you, hands you the daggers. She says, bows are kind of my thing, so this works well. Oh, nice shooting, by the way. Ah. What are those weapons? Never seen anything like it. I call them bang sticks. If You can make another one of those bang sticks. I'll we'll gladly take one of them off your hands. You know this place a little bit better than
4: I. Do you know a uh, a weaponsmith or a blacksmith that might be capable?
1: Well, there are plenty in the market district. I could take you there, but it just depends. I don't know if anybody in this town would know how to build them.
4: Ah, I have studied them. I can uh, give them some instruction. She nods and says, I guess it's something we could try. We shall put a pin in it and uh, clean up. Yeah,
2: Yeah,
0: we've had a pretty big day. Xavi's in the corner after he's done the deed he kind of just drops to his knees knowing that well the result of his clan he just says I knew it was part of me knew that they were gone but a part of me hoped they weren't
4: and I uh just we he walks over to Sharvi and puts a, kneels down to put a hand on his shoulder my friend revenge regardless of when you get it never feels as good as you always think it will what now
1: the desk there you can see there are papers and books lined up on it and they seem to be dated by year you can see they're very thick volumes too you can see underneath there seems to be a drawer but as you pull out one of the books and open it up you can see that there is names upon names upon names upon names and you can see that they all seem to denote a monetary value and a time frame almost as if this is a ledger of everybody he owns roll your lock picking checks
4: it's a sleight of hand isn't it plus proficiency
1: yes 11. ah that's enough you open the drawer and as you bust the lock you you don't finesse it you just put your lock picks in and just smash it so the lock actually breaks you open the drawer and there is this red leather bound ledger as you pull it out and as you open it and peruse you can see that it seems to be letters of correspondence between himself and somebody whose name is avery morgan uh you know that this contract seems to denote a business relationship as per soldiers for hire, crew for ships, and in return he gets money, and in return he gets immunity, basically within the the city of Mediterry.
4: Uh, Avery Morgan? This Avery Morgan?
2: Does this sound like a name for a crown corsair? I walk over to him as he's contemplating that. I say to him, "Is there any debt owing on that you can see on that piece of paper?" Investigation.
1: I would just say given the time that you have, you could check and you can see that the back page seems to be that it was a business relationship written in contract and there doesn't appear to be any money that seems to have been owed either way. It seems to be more like a relationship of mutual power and what I have is yours and what you have is mine.
4: Okay, well, we pocket the red, red book it seems like uh, this is now our contract. Anything on where we might find her?
1: Find who? Avery. Avery. Uh, as you... You can all roll history checks to see mm. if you've heard that name oh, before. Ah. 11. Four. Uh, 8. 14. Um, You guys have never heard that name before. However, you do turn to the back of the page, we, and you can see two oh. wax seals that seem to denote signatures. You can see one that seems to be a circular indent with a circular protrusion. You know that to possibly be the copper ring and one next to it that seems to house a skull with a crown on it. They're both side by side in wax.
4: So, just we can deduce that Avery Morgan is the crown Corsair? You can if you would like. So, just we deduces using his deduction, powers of deduction <laughs> in his brain and he uh, turns to Key and he goes, I think that the uh, this Avery Morgan we see is... Uh, in actuality, the Crown Corsair.
2: This fish creature, his name is Avery?
4: No, no, you silly kitty. No, Shark Denver is Shark Denver. Avery Morgan, who Shark Denver had a co- communication and a contract with, every Morgan is the Crown Corsair. Understood.
1: You watch at this point as Sally walks in, she says, she seems to have been listening for a while, leaning up against the door. She says, Shark's been in this city for ages. He's been in the Copper Ring for ages. You can take all that information. You could possibly find out where some of his lieutenants are. They own a lot more of us along the continent. If you're in the habit of breaking slaves free, maybe this
4: is something long-term I can get behind. Well, well then, and with that, I, um,
2: like, kitty, and bag. If you take the bag of holding, you won't be able to see anything. I'll give it to you once, once we're out of this place, once we're out in the tavern. You please put all of those edges
1: into the bag. Easily thank you that's what you're doing for the next four minutes there what? is like two shelves worth and it dates back 20 to 25 years yeah we're taking
4: all of the
3: books yep. yeah fair enough while yeah. that's happening i think drew wants to go over to Shavi, and just sort of check on him as well i think he says uh it might not be the the answers you wanted but at least you have some answers now so you can begin the the healing process and i give him a little kiss on the forehead and at that tender moments the animals
1: disappear, Key shoves the books into the bag and you all regather in the gambling room and entertainment area of Shark Denver, ready to make your next move.
4: Over the balcony to get out of here, I think, my friend.
1: As you hitchhike over the balcony, we're lit with a backshot as each one of you disappears one after the other into the daylight of the Mediterranean streets. That's it for this week's episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. Make sure you come on over and check out our Discord and Instagram if you want to catch up with us outside the times of the shows. Catch the Crown Killers next week, guys. And remember, be valiant, and we'll see you later.